This is Jasmine with Listen to Your Single Friend. We're going to be talking about the good, the bad, and the lonely. Hi guys, welcome back to the show. Um, Guys, I know I took a week or two um, off of this show. Um, I did have a family emergency and then um, I did lose a friend all within 24 hours of each other uh, two weeks ago. So I just needed some time off. (laughs) I didn't want to just end the season right there, episode 19, even though y'all love that show. Shout out to Mickey. It was a great episode. Um, But yeah, like I just just need a little bit of time off, but we're going to catch up. So y'all might be getting a couple episodes a week, but we are still going to be very much on schedule with ending the season at episode 25. So yeah, y'all might get a couple episodes in one week, but it's okay. I just needed to take my time, do my mental health thing. Listen, it happens. Sometimes you got to take a break from dating and just, you know, everything that's going on and just, you know, have your own peace and quiet time. So um, yeah, that's what's happening. So no worries. We back on schedule. This week's topic has been heavily heavily requested and it's about having a dating roster so we're gonna get into it y'all we're gonna keep the conversation going on instagram and facebook that's listen to your single friend uh twitter is at listen to or no it's twitter is your single f-r-n-d uh make sure you tune into our accounts on fridays for screenshot friday we turn up is lit um Listen to Your Single Friend is also a book, so make sure to sign up for the book mailing list to get information on release dates, pre-orders, etc. Go to the website, listentoyoursinglefriend.com. I am uploading these to YouTube. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube. All right, guys, now it's time for our trivia throwback. I'll go ahead and play the clip. For the most common date blunders include showing up late, blank, revealing too much about your ex and an obvious over eagerness. These are four of the most common date blunders. Is it A, talking about yourself too much? B, closed off body language? C, asking too many questions? Or D, having serious discussions? The answer is actually A, talking about yourself too much. Um, the thing with this is there is a balance. Sometimes you'll be on a date with a guy and he'll just be going on and on about his accolades and this and that and I'm so great and da 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 da. And like that shit is annoying. So I just thought that this was a good um like thing to mention because ladies, sometimes we can do that too. And it's just like, we can just be so talkative. Yes, our lives are fabulous, but the purpose of dating is not to sit here and like talk at a person like you're talking to them and it should be a conversation it should be communication so you know sometimes you get nervous and you know it's how ha- it happens um but I think that it is important to just be mindful <laughs> and like just don't be talking somebody's ear off make sure you're taking breaks or pauses and just giving them a chance to respond um all those other things that I listed are dating blunders you don't want to have closed off body language you don't want to you know be asking too many questions prying you don't want to have too deep discussions um 
But I think one of the more common ones or the answer of one of the more common ones was talking about yourself too much. It can be a turn off, guys. So just be mindful. Now it's time for the quote of the day. I am always going to start you guys off with some positive vibes. The grass is greener where you water it. I talk a lot (laughs) about investing in your love life. And I just love this quote so much because like I posted this to the page the other day. Like some people feel like dealing with issues you have in dating, it's just not dating at all. And that's just not how that works. You really have to like tend to your needs and figuring out what it is that you want and different tactics and strategies and ways to get the best and be fulfilled in your own love life or in your own quest for love and partnership. The grass is green and where you water it, it can only flourish as you tend to it. But if you just leave it out there to dry, which some of y'all be doing, y'all don't want to date, y'all don't want to do nothing, like, it ain't going to go nowhere. It's going to get dry and brittle and turn brown and be gross, you know? So I really like that quote because it does just kind of put things in perspective in general of just making sure you're investing. All right, now it's time for goals and goofies. So um, this was a post on Instagram and it said, if you've been on dating sites for any length of time, you will have been asked for sex work. Why don't they seek out sex workers? In my experience, one, they have no intention on paying. Two, none of their fantasies involve empowered women making informed choices. And three, they think it's below them. So she goes on to post the screenshots, which I'm going to read. I thought this was super, super interesting. So the guy says, so I'm looking to spoil someone by sending them, um, uh, these are UK terms. I think this is 35 pounds. Um, He said, a day for pics and vids, mainly feet. Ha ha. So she responds, so you're looking for a sex worker. Paying sex workers for their labor is not spoiling them. And he said, not necessarily. She says, no, 100% always. She says, just go on OnlyFans and pay someone instead of bothering folks on here. He said, OnlyFans doesn't interest me. She was like, why? That's exactly what you want. Women selling pictures of their feet. He said, I'd rather have something more personal. She was like something where the woman isn't empowered and calling the shots. He says, yeah, ha ha. She was like, I don't think that's funny. So I thought that was just really um, interesting of an interaction um, because not necessarily goes or goofies, just more so because I have mentioned this before about how men, um, it it's just like, go, go pay someone who who does this. Like, I think I alluded to this when we we're talking about flying people out or whatever, like, you just are paying for this flight and this trip because you want sex. Like it's transactional for you. There are people who do this for a living. Go talk to them. If you want to take out a woman and get to know her and like entertain her for something like more than just her vagina, like, or more in a way that's not transactional, then actually get to know a person. But if you just want sex and you want a transaction, you can get that. I have said this before. You can get that. There are women who do that. But men be, ugh, it's the Madonna whore complex. Like women who are in power, it's like, ugh, how dare she? 
make money off of her lady parts because they feel like they're being exploited. You damn skippy. You guys be out here talking to and not saying that it's better or anything, but just talking to regular women, non-sex workers, um, and expecting them to do sex worker shit. <laughs> and it's just like, go to the people who actually do this for a living, but they want to come to like normal women. Again, I'm not, you know, making a hierarchy here, but they want to go to non-sex worker women and like want that experience. And it's just like, what's the difference? What's the big deal? Like, so shout out to sis for calling that man out. Cause it was just a mess. So I kind of want to give her goals because she dragged his ass. <laughs> but when I'm on these apps, I'm not even like engaging. And sometimes I will engage just to be like, are you really this dumb? But, you know, I just thought that it was was pretty interesting. So Goofies this week, there was this clip floating around on the Twitters. Um, Megan from Bad Girls Club, essentially she says this. I believe in cheating respectfully. I never tell my man, like, oh, you can go cheat on me. So cheating respectfully to me is cheating where I don't find out, is having control over your other women, is using condoms and not having babies. Like, cheat respectfully because, believe it or not, your man is cheating. But I'm not leaving my man over a one-night stand with a period. I will only leave my man for three weeks, three things. You bring me home an STD, you have a baby on me, or if you gay. Everything else is work-outable for me. Yeah. Like... Yeah. So she goes on to talk about how there are levels to cheating um, that makes it a bad thing. But basically, all men are cheating on you, and it's not a bad offense as long as he doesn't bring you home something incurable or a baby or he's not gay. And this is just the dumbest shit that I've ever heard. I was like, girl, are you serious? Like, because my thing is, listen. You want to turn a blind eye to cheating, that's cool. But acting like this is normal, we're not going to normalize this, sis. Um, But if you want to do that, that's cool. But my other thing is, are you cheating too? A lot of times in these situations, these women like, well, a man's just going to be a man. And, you know, as long as he cheats peacefully, it's cool. You know, I'm not going to make a fuss about it as long as he's taking care of what he got to take care of at home. That's some bird ass shit. Stop with the bullshit. Ladies, like, oh, do better. Like, but that is my thing. <laughs> if you're going to be cheating on me and I know about it, am I cheating back? Like, that is important to me. I just feel like women be out here being stupid for what? Well, he's taking care of what he's supposed to be. No, no, he's not. He's not taking care of your emotional needs. Like, and he's out here exposing you. Like, my thing is at that point, just call it what it is. Do an open relationship. Like, I really want, I have, like, I know people who are in open relationships, but not necessarily want to talk openly about it. But, like, I want to interview a couple who is in an open relationship because those types of setups exist. You know what I mean? Where both partners are included and it's an inclusive environment and everybody just does their thing, but they know they have a mutual understanding and a mutual respect and a mutual trust with their partner. But just being like, I mean, he gonna cheat. So as long as it's not these three things, no, that's some bullshit. And I just, oh, it was just so dumb and so ridiculous, but it just reminds me of the whole the whole concept where women are like, well, you know, at the end of the day, he's coming back home to me. Bird shit. 
please stop. Oh, it is just ridiculous. Like, I just don't, men would not take this shit sitting down. And I just really wish women would stop doing it. Like, if Megan was like, yeah, PP cheating on me and I be cheating on him too, and what? I'd be like, okay, sis, like, go off. Y'all both cheating on each other. Might as well call it an open relationship. But that's not what be happening. It just be like, well, yeah, he doing it, but, you know, he's doing it. He's doing it in a way that is respectful. Nothing about infidelity is respectful. Nothing about um, infidelity has integrity and morals involved in it and it's just like that's just not cute to even be like it's just certain shit that has happened to me like I there are certain things in the book where it's like I'm like should I even be writing about this because this shit is embarrassing you know what I mean but it's just certain shit I'm not gonna say out loud and it's like again if that's what you want to deal with sis go off but don't be over here acting like that shit is normal that shit is whack as fuck goofies All right, guys, now it's time for the main segment. So according to one of my guy friends, it is football giraffe season. So apparently my timing is impeccable and it's a great time to talk about a roster. So when I talk about roster dating, I am talking about dating multiple men at one time. The numbers are not in our favor, ladies, like, and some men use this to their advantage. Like, I was just talking to one of my guy friends about the timeline that some women have set up in their minds. Like, there's this fear of, like, aging out and, you know, like, having a high-risk pregnancy. And I just feel like some women settle because they feel like, I don't have any choices in this. Pickings are slim. Fuck that. I am of the mindset that this is the Hunger Games. If there is an empty spot in my life for love, y'all can apply. (laughs) You can try your shot. And if you're good enough, you might make it. You know what I mean? But it's not a, well you know, this person is good enough and I, I just want to try to make it work or I just I have to find someone in a certain time frame. I feel like a lot of times women operate in dating from a space of lack, like from a space of scarcity. And like, we really have to stop doing that. There's a lot of fishies in the sea, but we get this one fucking shark and it's just like, <sighs> but I know, I know how it feels when he bites. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, we know how that pain feels. We know how that situation feels and it's comfortable and it's familiar. Um, And we don't want to go out there and try to like find like, dolphin or I don't know what's a nice fish (laughs) but you know what I mean like we don't want to find someone who like is actually worth it down because it's a lot of work like some women feel strongly about dating one guy at a time well I don't like to get into know multiple people and I don't have time and all this and this and that and I just think it's bullshit like just be honest and say you want to meet your husband and you don't want to date anybody else and you don't like dating like the thing is I'm all about honesty here because I know because I was this person like I used to be big on dating one person at a time. I felt a sense of like integrity. Like I am just dating one person and we're just going to see how this goes. I don't know if she's a nobody like at all. So my whole thing is once I kind of like evolved and I was like, well, what's wrong with me dating more than one guy? When you put all your eggs in one basket and shit doesn't go well, it's like, now I got to start all over. Whereas when you're dating multiple men, it's like, "Mm," it's like musical chairs at this point. 
who gonna get the last chair standing? You know what I mean? Like you're you're operating out of um a space where basically you get to do the choosing. You're dating men and you're dating multiple men who are men that you want to date and who are men that you actually like. And you're dating from a space of, I want to see who I have the best connection with, who I'm most compatible with, who I like the most. You know what I mean? So like I said, for me, like there's just a lot of pros to dating multiple men. And like some men, some women are not going to agree with this. Like, but that's my thing. Y'all date one man at a time. You give him all your fucking time and he doesn't commit. Like the thing is that is not your man. We as women are so fucking territorial. Like he matched you on this app, but he also matched several other women that same week. He probably took two or three of them on a date that same weekend that he took you on a date. Like, but women always are like, well, you know, I know he's not talking to people and this and that. <sighs> girl. Girl, girl, girl. <laughs> like, get you some guy friends that are actually actively dating and watch how they manage their time and watch how they juggle the women that they're dealing with. Like, you don't realize that he's dating multiple people because the way that you have things set up. Oh, well, we talk every night. Okay. You don't think he just got off the phone with a bitch before he called you? Like, oh, well, he FaceTimes me all the time. You don't think you're one of three on a list to call today? Like, I just really need women to stop being like delusional about the, the shit that single men are doing. Single men are being single men. And this is about you being a single woman and stop feeling territorial over a man because he took you on a couple dates or he ate your vagina. Like, great. Awesome. But also, that's not your man, sis. So we have a hard conversation today because like, I just really, I mean, I've had some women message me and just like, I, I just can't do it. I just can't date more than one. My energy, my energy, what? I'm big on energy. Like I'm really big on how I spend my time. But that's the thing. The person you're dating or the people you're dating don't need to have all of your time. And the issue is not that you don't have time for it. The issue is that you are putting way too much stock in one person when you could just be spreading out bits and pieces. And don't be giving 100% of yourself in your dating life. You know what I mean? Like spread out a little bit, you know, here, a little bit there, you know, but like spread out your time. That's my thing. But it's just like, I feel like we get territorial or, or we really like a guy and we're just like, but I like him. Why should I date other men? Because that's not your man. That, that is the answer. The answer is you are still single. (laughs) That's it. I don't care how much you have sex. I don't care how much you spend the night. I don't care. If you have not had a discussion about being in a relationship it is not your man. You should be dating multiple people at all times. And a lot of times the issues that we have with the men that we're seeing, oh, well, you know, he didn't text me at this time or he didn't call me or I'm not sure about this is because you got tunnel vision. And if that's the only person you're seeing, then it's like, (laughs) that's all you think about because that's all you know. When you're dealing with multiple men, honestly, sometimes you you really don't notice that you ain't heard from so-and-so in a day. You know what I mean? Because you're spending your time with somebody else. Like, but that's the thing. It, it, it goes back to accessibility. I just think that when women are dating one man at a time, we are putting 100% effort into that person. You should never be putting all that effort into someone you're simply dating. Like, 
ever, you should be giving them the time that they earned and the time that you're willing to give. But that's not 100% because he hasn't earned that from the beginning. He hasn't earned your full undivided attention ever until there's been some sort of commitment, period. Some of them will waste your time. Like some of them very much will still waste your time. So like, I just need, you know, women to stop expecting them to do for anyone but themselves. Like don't let your own time get wasted. If you put your eggs in one basket and he decides, hmm, it's not hidden for whatever reason, like it is what it is. He has the right to do that because you guys were not in a commitment. You know what I mean? Like, don't make the mistakes that I've made. I've been in those scenarios where I'm just like, I just want to see where this goes. I just want to give him all my time. And, you know, like, I just feel like this is really, you know, going to work out. That's the thing. If you're dating multiple guys and he's it, he's still going to be it. Whether there's 10 people on your roster, three people, whatever, he's still going to be it. Like I said, this is the Hunger Games. He is going to show that he is the superior one here. He is going to make that very, very obvious. The connection is going to be hitting. Everything about it is going to be right. And that's one of the other pros to dating multiples. Weeding them out is like, it's just so much easier to figure out what you want. When you have other men who are on your case and one starts half-assing, he can go. What's the need to keep him around or I need to figure out if, you know, what he wants from me and if this is something serious? Who gives a shit? Because there's three other dudes that's on your line. Who cares what he got going on? But when you only get attention from one man, you just dealing. Because that's all you got to show for yourself. So you feel like I put in this time and I invested this time and, you know, I want to get something in return. Nah. So here are some like general tips on building a roster. Um, First of all, I feel like you need to know what you're dating for. Is it attention? Is it sex? Is it dates? Is it love? Is it marriage? Is it companionship? Do you want a food buddy? A friends with benefits? Like, but what are you dating for? You should be able to answer that question. And not necessarily to the man that you're seeing, but like for yourself, how can you build a team and you don't even know what the team is for? Like what's your short-term goals? What's your long-term goal? Like build the team from that aspect. I'm dating for romantic partnership. Now, short-term, I just want to go on dates and get to know people and make connections. Long-term, I want a husband, you know, but as I build a team, I can answer what I'm dating for. Like I have an understanding of that. And so that impacts who makes the cut. Cause a lot of people going to try out a lot of these men, they're going to willingly show up or you're going to have them show up to tryouts. But a lot of men are going to want to try out. That don't mean they make it to the top five, boo. (laughs) And speaking of that, like it really, really one of the most important aspects of roster dating is quality, not quantity. It could be three people on that roster, but these need to be three solid dudes. I used to always say, oh, before Kobe died, I used to always say, I need all Kobe's on my team. Kobe's are selfish. Kobe's play 
They do their thing. They'd want to win. This is the Kobe show. You know what I mean? And they're going to make sure one way or another, I'm going to make sure we win. I'm going to make sure we get that championship ring. You feel me? Like, those are the men that you want. You don't want (laughs) a team where it's like, the Heat that one year. I'm not really good at basketball references, but that one year, the Heat with LeBron and all those other and Dwayne Wade, and they had all those people. You know what I mean? Like, we needed all these people to get us to a certain point. Like, that's not how you want your roster to be. You don't want the men on your roster supplementing each other. Like, oh, well, this guy is good for me emotionally. This guy is good for me sexually. This guy is good for me for, you know, food dates. Like, I have been in spaces where I'm just like, mm. I have dated in that way. You know what I mean? And I was just been like, I just need certain means to be met and I don't need you to be all of the things. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it just was what it was. Um, and if you go through that phase, that's fine. But I just know where I'm at now. I need all Kobe's. I need you to be all 100%. And I'm just picking from the best of the best at this point. You know what I mean? Like, it's similar to the friend theory. Like, I'd rather have three best friends than 10 associates. There was a time when I was roster dating. And I was talking to so many guys. And I did not like any of them. Like... I did not like any of them. I was probably talking to five or six guys at one point. And I'm just like, it just was not hitting at all. And like, I ended up getting dating burnout really, really quickly because I'm like, all you guys suck. Like, and I don't like any of you or you're not meeting my needs or I just, the the connection is just not there. It was just kind of dating for the sake of dating. So if you're trying to build a true roster, like that just goes back to being mindful again about what your intentions are and building the team that way. You need to know what it is that you want. You feel me? But sitting up here and just having a bunch of men on the team, I used to always talk about my starting five, having a starting five, like that's cute or whatever, but like, what is the quality of these people? I'm cool. For me personally, three men work. Three is enough for me. I mean, I know some women who can do more, but you you can't just don't just be dating one guy, like even if it's going great. You know what I mean? I think the next important aspect is time management. Men you are dating are entitled to nothing. Typically, when we say this, like it's about sex, but it really includes time and attention as well. They're not entitled to your time and attention. Like, this is an accessibility thing. <laughs> and I just said this earlier. You do not have to give them 100% of your time. You make time what you want to make time for. So for those of you who are making excuses that you can't handle dating more than one guy, oh, please, You can do early dinner with Ralph. You can hang out for lunch with Bobby. You can do breakfast with Ricky. (laughs) I feel like I just like was watching New Edition or listening to New Edition or something. Um, But you know what I mean? Like you can space it out in one day, boo. And that could be all the dates you do for the week. You can hit them all in one day. Go home, fresh it up, change your outfit for the evening. Like it's really not a problem. Like figure out what works for you. But like sit up here and saying that you can't date multiples because of time, it's bullshit. Like I said, you make time for what you want to make time for. And if you make time for dating, then you're going to make time for dating. But don't 
make these men. I think that women use this excuse because of that accessibility piece. You, Some of you think that dating means I have to give this man all of my time. No, you don't. That's not your man's. You don't have to answer all his phone calls. You don't have to respond to his text immediately. Like you don't have to accept every dinner invite. He, he, asked you on like and that's just one guy and so I think that some of the issues with the time management piece is you feel like well you know if he calls and asks me for a date I should go on a date or if he calls me I should answer or if he texts me I gotta respond with a certain time frame no the fuck you don't you don't have to do none of that I don't care if you're a quick texter you can quick text and just say hey I'm out right now can I can I talk to you later you can still you can still be true to who you are but be honest (laughs) but honest in a way that's like still doing you. There's nothing wrong with just saying, hey, I'm busy right now. Can I catch you later? There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Or, hey, you know, I'm going to be busy on Saturday night. The only time that this is ever an issue is major things like Valentine's Day or like a holiday, like stuff like that. That's the only time where roster dating is an issue (laughs) is when he knows that if you are not available, that means you're with another man. (laughs) But like I said, the time management piece, it comes down to you and what you want to make time for. And that does kind of go back to the quality, not quantity. So you have to figure out what works for you. I know that I can do, I think three tops. I used to have my starting five, but for me, that's just not realistic anymore with all the shit that I got going on. I feel like, and that's the other thing. Usually by the time I add a fourth guy into the roster, one of the others is getting cut. So I just, the older I get, I can't even successfully hold for anymore because it's not about having five anymore it's not about getting to a certain number it's about dating quality men and having multiple of them in my forefront I feel like a lot of men hate women dating multiples like something I hear a lot is like oh wow y'all are really fucking multiple men and I'd be like "Uh, uh, 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 uh." (laughs) like the men be telling on themselves y'all like dating a man does not mean you're sleeping with him and if you sit up here or anybody sits up here and says oh you're dating multiple guys and tries to imply that you're slutty or slut shaming or whatever the case may be they're telling on themselves but honestly if you want to fuck everybody on your roster and you're being safe who cares like i mean i personally am not doing it but Honestly, at the same time, so if you want to, you grown as fuck. Do what you want to do. Be safe and do what you want to do. But just be weary of people who try to shame you for dating multiples because a lot of times it's just men who are mad. Like, And men have this thing where it's like, I don't want to be taking you out for dinner and you fucking a guy who's not putting as much effort as me. That ain't your fucking business. (laughs) Like, that's not your business. Maybe if you were stepping your game up, you'd be getting sex too. But that's neither here nor there. um but yeah I I honestly it's honestly just not people's business (laughs) like what you're doing and that you're dating multiples like it's not something like I talk about it because I'm doing this show but it's not something I advertise like oh yeah you know I'm dating I'm dating x y and z like because people are just really judgmental and you know this it is becoming more of a um normal way of dating especially with dating apps and whatnot but like 
why is that people's business that you went on three dates this past weekend? You know what I mean? But, you know, if it does happen to come up, like, and people are, oh, you be fucking multiple men, like, no, no, I don't, like, and if I did, so the fuck what? Like, people so fucking judgmental, like, and honestly, men roster date religiously. This is all they do. So what I am saying is nothing new. It's newer for women because we are more likely to be dating one guy at a time. Men do this shit all the time. They're, it's always a balancing act. And they are usually the ones who are fucking multiple girls at once. So that's why when they hear about women doing this, they want to clutch their pearls because they're just like, you you dating multiple people too? Oh, so you must be fucking them just like I do. Except, nah, a lot of women don't be doing that. But again, if we do so, what? Because men be doing it too. And we're grown. But at the end of the day, stop telling people your business. Which kind of leads me to my next point with roster dating. Like, stop telling people your story. Like, and when I say your story, I mean, like, stop telling people all your business. Um, and that just goes down to like emotional things and, you know, past relationships, exes, you know, different traumatic experiences, stuff like that. I just feel like our stories, our background, I feel like that's so sacred and every person we date is not entitled to our story simply for dating us. Telling a man from the beginning about what we've endured, it can be a disservice if he does not have the best intentions. So it's better to just wait until he's earned that trust what comes with, you know, knowing this information. Like I read this quote, I actually think I posted it to the page and she said, when dating, don't tell men anything that happened in your past relationship. And it says in quotations, if they know I've been hurt, they'll try not to hurt me. Nope. Some men will use that to the bare minimum, to do the bare minimum, and or throw it in your face when they are gaslighting you. Set the standard and let that man meet it. And some women reached out to me and they were just like, well, what what about transparency? Shouldn't I be telling a guy I'm dated about all the stuff I've been through? You can tell him eventually when he's your boyfriend. You can lightly weave into those subjects as he earns your trust. But when dating, when it's the early stages, a man knowing how badly you've been hurt and damaged and what your exes have done to you, that shouldn't impact his treatment of you. He should already be treating you well. Having context later on when a relationship is established, that will just help him understand you more. That is where that transparency absolutely matters. But early on, absolutely not. No bueno. Like, I hope that makes sense because I did have a couple of women reach out to me when I posted that. Like, well, I want to be honest with the guy that I'm talking to. Be honest. Be honest about what's happening in your life right now. You expect a certain level of treatment. That is all he needs to know from this point forward. Now, as you guys start getting to know each other, start getting more vulnerable, start having that emotional intimacy, isn't completely okay. But I feel like a lot of women do this because it's like they want to warn men, like, my ex did me so bad. So, you know, don't do this to me. And it's just like, all you're doing is telling him how low the bar has been. <laughs> and some men will take that as a challenge. Like, oh, he did what to you? Mm hold my beer, watch me. You know what I mean? (laughs) So just like, just you, you don't, you don't owe people 
anything. You don't owe them access to your time and you don't owe them your story. And I'm just, I'm very protective of my story, like very much so, because I just feel like there was a point where I was an open book and I felt like, like that post said, like some men used it against me. You know what I mean? Like some men were been like, oh, well, you know, you said that you had issues and insecurities with your ex and why are you freaking out about the fact that you haven't, you know, like heard from me today? Is that just due to your insecurities? Like, no, you're full of shit. You told me you were going to reach out to me and I didn't hear from you. You know what I mean? So I just, I have been in situations where men use that information against me. And so it's just like, let him earn that information. It's not about it's not about lacking transparency. Don't sit up here and lie when a man asks you specific questions, but do you got to go into the dirty details? If he asks you about your exes and just, just say he wasn't meeting my standards and, you know, I'm looking for a man who does X, Y, and Z going forward. You don't have to say he cheated on me, dogged me out, treated me like shit, dragged me in public, whatever. You don't have to say that. Like you can be honest without telling all the business. And later on, then you can say, yeah, yeah, he, he did me pretty dirty. You know what I mean? But up front, Nah. Next, we'll get into making cuts. Um, <laughs> I just want people to be better about telling people you aren't interested anymore. It is going to get to a point where there are men on your roster who they just don't it's just not working. It's just not working. You got better players. It's just this is what it is. There's better players on the team. Or it, there might not be better players on the team. You just decide this is just not something that's going to work for me. I have talked before about my disdain for ghosting. Please just have some common decency. I feel like there's levels to this. If you've been on one or two dates with a person, I just feel like it's completely fair to say, hey, I had a great time with you. I think that um, I'm looking for something different you know, I wish you the best. There is so many ways for you to say that you're not interested without it being a big deal. You could definitely say, um, what's another way to say this? Just be like, hey, you know, I think that um, I want to focus on other things right now and I'm not interested in dating. Like whether that's the truth or not, you know, and just say, you know, I really had a good time with you. Like I definitely would throw in, if you've been out with them, definitely say, oh, I had a good time with you. You know what I mean? Or you could not say that. Maybe you didn't have a good time. You, you could just be honest, you know? I mean, if you want to have that level of transparency, you could just be like, hey, you know, I had a good time with you, but I am looking for someone that's more willing to commit. You know, I hope you find what you're looking for. Be if, if you feel the need to be honest, then do that. You know, but I think that people struggle with, <laughs> with just, they feel like it's, um, it's challenging to just tell someone that this isn't working. So I think that they would rather ghost. And I just think that's lame, you know? And if you're truly interested in getting to know that person from a friendship level, then you can say that. Hey, you know, I really like hanging out with you. Do you think that friends would be something we could do? Like, that's okay. That's completely okay. But don't offer friendship as a cop-out because you're too scared to say, I don't like you and I'm not interested in this anymore. Like, I just don't think that's fair. But if you truly think, wow, I don't like this person in that manner, but this could absolutely be the homie. All I'm saying is that there are a lot of ways to 
figure this out <laughs> in a lot of ways to make cuts from the team, y'all. Um, but just have some decency when you do this. Now, if it's somebody you ain't never met before and it's just been some texty texty, like whatever, you know what I mean? But I don't think it's fair to like have been dating someone and just fall off the face of the earth. For some women, I know that we are very mindful of how we make cuts because of the safety factor. Like some men do flip out and they get crazy. So like, I completely understand that if you need to do it via text, guys, I'm sorry, but some of y'all know, I'm not sorry. Y'all know that some men can't just can't handle rejection. So sometimes there is a safety factor when it comes to making cuts. And sometimes ghosting is, you know, something that works best because some men just aren't stable. Um, so if you've assessed the situation and you realize that's the kind of person you're dealing with, then, you know, I can, I can understand in those circumstances. Um, sometimes something that frustrates me, and this happened to me before, um, is when you try to cut a guy and he wants to know why. And you, you give him the little one-liner, hey, I had a great time, but you know, I'm just not interested in this. You give him the one-liner, I wish you the best. And he's just like, this guy literally asked me, he was like, okay, well, can you tell me why? You know what I mean? And like, this guy was like, he was a pushover. And I could tell that very, very early. Um, and I knew that we were not going to be compatible in any way. And just the simple fact that he was asking me to explain myself about this. I was just like, really, dude? Like, it, that was a part of the reason that I was not interested. Like the fact that you're asking me to, you know, it just came off a little bit desperate and like lacking self-esteem where you're just like, well, can you just tell me why you don't want me? You know what I mean? Like, and the problem that I have with that is like men like that guy want you to explain because they want to convince you otherwise. And it's manipulative. Say what the fuck you got to say and then block him and then keep it moving. You know what I mean? But don't sit up here and explain. You don't owe him an explanation. You owe him the decency to say, this is not going past today. But you don't owe him an explanation about the whys and the who's and the what's. You don't owe him that because some men absolutely will say, oh, well, you know, well, you think that this happened. Well, that's not really what I meant and da, 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 da. And it's just like, I don't have time for you to sit up here and explain to me. Like, I've already made my decision. I already have the ache. It is what it is. You know, like asking me what changed, it's just, it, like I said, in that specific scenario, it just added on to the fact that I felt like he was already spineless. You know what I mean? So I felt like I did my due diligence. There's no need to explain your stance. Give your stance. That's it. Some men will try to be manipulative and change your mind. So don't let them. Don't even give them the opportunity. And in general, just be prepared to like take people on and off the bench. Like the guy that's, and this happens all the time, the guy that's highest on our roster usually is the guy that's not putting his best foot forward. Like don't sit up here and let you liking him the most and ranking him the highest be the reason that you are missing out on other opportunities. Sometimes you got to change the lineup, boo. Like sometimes you just have to make sure that the number three guy gets a full chance at you and you give him a chance. You know what I mean? Because it's just not 
you're not being true to your roster if you're letting the number one guy not do what he needs to be doing. He needs to be in that number one spot because he fucking earned it, period. And that's how it should always be. And sometimes men will phase themselves out. You know what I mean? They'll just show like, you're not even showing up to practice no more. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not putting up, you're not texting, you're not calling, you're not you're not doing the things. And it's just so easy, like I said, to weed this out when you're dating multiple men. When two out of the three dudes on your roster is doing exactly what the fuck they need to be doing, it don't matter how much you like that third guy. You're just like, uh-uh. You ain't even doing the bare minimum, which is what the other men are doing. It's so easy to see. Like your vision, women feel like your vision gets like more clouded the more that the more men that you date and it's not true like your vision gets so much better you have so much more clarity about the type of men that you're dating because you're dating multiples like at the end of the day dating is a numbers game so don't be afraid to change the lineup don't be afraid to make cuts don't be afraid to drop the whole goddamn team because i have done that before uh, like i said there's times i'm like i don't like none of y'all and i'm just like nope no more you got to get rid of everybody like we got to start from scratch you know what i mean like don't be afraid to do that um and just be mindful of you know getting all in (laughs) with someone because I feel like some women start off and they're just like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to date multiple men. But as soon as you like one of them, it's a wrap. Like, just don't, just give yourself the chance, you know what I mean? To try this um, and just see how the men stack up against each other. That's the most important aspect in my mind, because like I said, you don't want to give a guy a spot in your life simply because it was open. You want to give him the spot because he earned it. And that's really all it comes down to. I'll go ahead and wrap up this segment. Um, I'm going to answer a question that I am certain women um, have. Um, Do you need to tell the men on your roster you're dating multiple people? Again, you don't know anybody anything. So some people feel like, They'll be honest, you know what I mean, and say that. I personally take the stance of don't ask questions you don't want to know the answers to. Um, My thing is, if you're asking that type of question, you need to be asking it for a reason. Is it because you don't want me to be seeing men anymore and you're trying to make a commitment? Like, I need to have a better understanding of what the purpose is behind this question. So I personally try to steer away from, definitely don't give up this information willingly. Um, But I feel like if it comes up and a man asks you directly, you know, are you seeing other people? My response would be, I'm single. (laughs) <laughs> and, and, and that is the answer. The answer is that you are single. And I started this segment with that. You are single. And that's what I'm ending it with. So if a man has questions about what you're doing, like I said, it's not his goddamn business. But at the end of the day, you're single. And just put it that way. And just say, you know, I'm single. And, you know, if someone's interested, I'm not going to tell them no. You know what I mean? Is that an issue for you? Spin it back on him. Is that a problem for you? And then that can be for him to tell you, well, actually it is. I think that we should move on to something more serious and only see each other. All right, put up or, you know, put up. (laughs) Say what you gotta, say what you gotta say, you know. But if he kind of turns this into, oh, well, you seeing other people and nah, we're not doing that bullshit. You're single too and you're doing you too. Some man will just want you to be only talking to them. Oh my God, the amount of times I have seen this, it's just so frustrating. I have seen so many situations where a woman is like, well, he only wants me talking to him, 
but he's talking to other people. He just wants me all to himself. How the fuck does that sound? Y'all sound, <laughs> girl, no. But I've just seen it so many times where it's like, well, you know, he wants us to just be talking to each other, knowing good and goddamn well he's doing him. You are single. Until that discussion has been had mutually and y'all are both on that page, you can answer that question the way you see fit, but the answer is I'm single. We'll go ahead and wrap up this segment. All right, guys, now it's time for the dating tip of the week. Splurge on yourself for date night. Like, so I'll give you guys an example. When I'm in gym mode, like I randomly will buy new workout gear because I know that I am lacking discipline or I am coming to that point where it's about to happen. Because for me, like when I feel cute and sexy at the gym, I'm really encouraged and I want to go even more. Getting dressed excites me, you know, and I I may not be feeling encouraged overall, but getting dressed makes me like, well, at least I want to go wear this outfit, you know. So as I prepare to be back in dating mode and I'm doing this April challenge, like I do the same thing. Like I bought a new dress that is definitely going to be a date night dress. I am dying to wear this thing, even though (laughs) I'm going through the motions of finding men to date, but I'm just super excited about wearing this dress on one of my two dates this month. So for me, it's like a mind trick to myself. Like you need to go on a date because you need to wear this dress. So it gives me just a little bit of push, whether it's a new perfume, new stilettos for the guys, new cologne, new watch, new swag, you know, that you can't wait to show off. Uh, Go ahead and splurge while you get into date mode. All right, guys, now it's time for down in the DMs. Send your emails and questions to listen to your single friend at gmail.com with the subject down in the DMs. This letter comes from Yara. This letter comes from Yara. Hey, Jasmine, just a question. Do you have an age limit that's a cutoff for dating? There's a guy in my DMs that is 16 years older than me. I'm 26. Do I even need to keep responding to him? He is very handsome, but sir, you're a grown man. (laughs) Thank you, Yara. Let me do the math real quick. Okay, 16, 26. Okay, he's 42, you're 26. Um, So... I'm going to be honest, like I almost got one of my dates this month with a man who was about 10 years older than me. Um, and I just could not deal with him because he was getting on my goddamn nerves. Um, I don't think there's a cutoff. Once you're kind of over the age of 25, I feel like it's just whatever. You know what I mean? Because I have learned, I've dated a man who was 40 and he acted like he was 22. I have learned that age doesn't mean shit. I've dated younger men who were very, very mature. You know what I mean? So I don't like, like for my dating apps, I think my range is like 26 to 45. Um, just for the app. <laughs> but like I would prefer not to date a guy more than two years younger than me. I'm 28. So um yeah, but that's a big age gap. And so my issue with older men is one, they are very stubborn and set in their ways, which is the part of the reason why the guy that I was just talking to did not, you know, go anywhere because like he just 
was stuck in his ways and he just he felt like he kind of knew it all like i've dated older men who don't make the age thing an issue but he made the age thing such a fucking issue to the point of annoyance like i feel like he was always trying to put me in my place or whatever um and it was just like oh, stop like it was just so irritating um and another thing is i feel like men who my thing is, is it a one-off thing? Because men who religiously date younger women, they're doing it because they want someone they can control and they feel like younger women are easier to manipulate. So at the age of 26, I would be mindful of a man that's 45. What, what, what was the calculation? He was 40, 42. Like, I would just be mindful because, like, a lot of times some men will do that on purpose because it's like, you don't have as much experience, so you might not know, you know, or be able to pick up on the signs as easily, whereas a woman his age, you know, she know that he full of shit. Um, my thing is always, why aren't women your age trying to date you? And why aren't you trying to date women your age? So I feel like the answer lies in there. Um, respond to him if you want to. Y'all know I am always team go on that fucking date. Um, in my scenario, he was just getting on my nerves so much. I just couldn't do it. And hey, he's 42 and he's handsome. Be about it. Like, I would definitely give Method Man a chance if he wasn't married. And he's like 50. Like, <laughs> certain men just look good when they're older, okay? Like, I am not against it at all. But just kind of be mindful um, and just be watchful of some of those things because a lot of times those factors are at play even if he doesn't make the age a big deal even if he's not you know seeking you out because you're younger older men are set in their ways and older men i will say this too older men have the best game because they've had more time to perfect it okay like you meet men in their 20s they've only had six to eight years to perfect their game whereas men in their 40s they've been at this for two fucking decades they are about that shit they know what they doing and they know how to finesse so tread lightly before you get got <laughs> but yeah go ahead like i like i said go on the date go on the date i'm always big on going on the dates but you know you have to do what's best for you and make sure you understand what type of situation you're entering so thanks yara for the question now it's time for trivia so this week's trivia is 40 percent of people say six months to a year is long enough to decide whether to move in with a partner or not True or false? 40% of people say six months to a year is long enough time to know whether you want to move in with Bay. <laughs> You'll have to find out on next week's episode. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining me. I'm going to say for joining me this week, but I know for a fact that there's going to be another episode dropping very, very shortly right after this one uh, because I'm a little bit behind. But um, thank you guys for being patient with me um, and giving me my time and my space to, you know, deal with my own shit. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm super excited that this season is like almost coming to a close. The next couple of episodes are going to be super fun or insightful. And I'm just happy that y'all been rocking with me this whole time. And I just feel like, 
uh, I'm so happy I am on this journey and that you guys are with me. And I really appreciate all the support. It really does mean a lot. And it just, this work feels meaningful. You know, I feel like I just be on here talking shit sometimes. And honestly, I do. But like you guys have reached out to me since the dating, um, date night one and different episodes. And you guys have actually been participating in the challenges and listening to the things I've been saying and taking that feedback and actually applying it to your lives. And uh, that shit, it just gives me chills. I just, uh, I love it. So thank you guys so much for rocking with me. Please make sure to like, review, subscribe, share. Thank you. Talk to you next time. Hey.